This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Wizarding World Lorecast, where we're going to take a deep dive into the world and lore of the Harry Potter universe, such as the creatures, the people, and yes, even the magic. Welcome back, witches and wizards, to another episode of the Wizarding World Lorecast. I am one of your hosts, Ben of Tamaria, followed by my two other hosts, Nina Kitty. Hello. And Courier7. Hello. And we are back from our little two-week hiatus. Um, things happened in the world IRL, so it is what it is. Things happen. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Life gets in the way. <laughs> Life gets in the way. This is true. But we are now officially in spooky month. And beca- because it's spooky month, just like if you listen to me on the Witcher Lore cast, we do a lot of cool things for spooky month because of the magic and all and monsters. Mm-hmm. We're going to do something similar with the Wizarding World to where this episode, we are going in the history of Azkaban, which... Yeah if y'all know, is probably one of the most creepiest things in the world of the wizard world. It is a... It's not a friendly place. No, it's pretty demented from (laughs) what we know. (laughs) There's a pun on that. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) And um, so, yeah, we are going to go over Azkaban and to start things off, so Azkaban was a fortress on an island in the middle of the North Sea. It served as a magical com- community of Great Britain, Britain as a prison for the convicted cr- criminals. Azkaban was built in the 15th century and had been used for a detention facility since 1718. Using certain charms, Azkaban was hidden from the Mongol world and was unplottable. As of Eldrick Diggory's visit in the 1730s or the 1740s, a graveyard was established on the island to accommodate those who have died in the prison. Most of the prisoners inside its walls died of despair, having lost their will to live. This was due to the presence of Dementor guards on the island. Dementors drained people of all happiness and left them with their worst nightmares. Uh, long-term exposure usually led to insanity and even death. However, as of 1998, Dementors are no longer dwelled in Azkaban, and Ors have replaced them as guards. So this is all like a summary, and then we'll go dive deeper in. So while other wizarding prisons existed, such as the Numengard, which was exclusively to hold the creator, Grindelwald's enemies, and usually himself... Azkaban was the only known fortress to be the official, quote-unquote, holding ground for British wizarding criminals. Wands were not allowed in Azkaban, given the nature of the criminals kept there. Visitors had to weigh their wands with a wand wearer and then hand their wands over to the security desk as per the Dementor's wishes, as there were no possibility of a prisoner could take a wand and use it to escape. Broomsticks or other flying devices were also forbidden to entry into the prison and have been left in the security entrance. So, that's a quick summary. And then now we're going to dive much deeper into the history. So, as I... stuff. Oh, yes. And it is... <laughs> it's creepy on... It's... Azkaban's history is dark. 
Like it's dark. Just like the place. Yeah. yeah Watch it's it. all the good. Looking in the stuff. films, <laughs> it's dark. And yeah, you you know why. So mm-hmm. as I said earlier, the uh, island is in the North Sea, in which the Wizard Prison was built and never appeared on any map, wizard or muggle. Its first known resident, Alcatraz, uh, practiced the worst kinds of dark magic and constructed a fortress on the island, luring muggle sailors there to torture and murder them. After his death, the various concealment charms placed on the island faded, and the Ministry of Magic became aware of the mysterious site's existence. So, yeah, right off the bat, not a good place. This place was a fortress for some guy who wanted to commit acts of murder. Yeah. Yay. Serial killer using an island to his advantage and the poor muggles. Yep. So those who entered the deserted fortress to investigate discovered, among other horrors, an infestation of Dementors. The wizard and authorities at the time considered destroying the fortress, but fearing reprisal by the dark entities or the island itself, decided against such action, and the ministry allowed the sizable colony to remain. The island was thus left unmolested and unchecked for many years, per se- perhaps decades until the International Statue of Secrecy was established. Due to the impracticality of using small local prisons, which could result in uh, bangs, smells, and light shows, and inmates escape plans for a single-purpose-built wizarding prison on the some remote Herbidian Island was made of a passing uh, of the International Statue of Secrecy, however, when... Demolicus Rao was elected Minister of Magic in 1718. He insisted that on using Azkaban instead, seeing the Dementors as a potential asset, putting them to work as guards would save expense, time, and lives. (laughs) Only if they knew later on. Yeah, just maybe the lives of people working there, not the actual prisoners. Right. And then this plan was eventually put into motion, and despite protests, Azkaban remained the magical prison of Great Britain until the end of the Second Wizarding War, primarily due to his seemingly zero breakout rate. From the point on, the mentor served the ministry as guards in Azkaban, as the arrangement allowed them to feed on the emotions of the prisoners within its walls. Opposed to the use of Azkaban did manifest, however... And then, somewhere between 1733 and 1747, Minister Eldrick Diggory visited Azkaban and was horrified at the humane levels of despair and insanity that the Dementors induced on the prison prisoners. He formed a committee to find alternative solutions or migrating measures, the, at the least that which removed the Dementors. Even this, however, met op- opposition from those who feared, feared a mainland invasion of the Dementors were deprived of their food source. Which, I mean, I get. That that makes sense. And, um, first off, if you didn't catch the name, Diggory, this mm-hmm. is a ancestor of Cedric Diggory that we know from Goblet of Fire. Yeah. And then Diggory died of died of smallpox while in office and thus the campaign to find an alternative Azkaban's Dementor stalled, reversing this predecessor's position when Minister Hemtatus Gore took office and the prison was renovated and reinforced no serious opposition 
to the continued use of the prison arose for the next few centuries, and no minister considered closing the prison until the minister of magic, Kingsley Shacklebolt, began major reforms of the entire ministry in 1998. Which is good. Which is good, because the ministry was... such a great job. Kingsley and King... At the point that we have in history currently, Kingsley is still the minister um, Mm -hmm. all the way to the 2020s, as we know of. And, yeah, he makes a lot of changes, which is... That needed to happen, like, centuries prior. (laughs) You have Mm -hmm. to evolve with the times. And I'm sorry, we're not stuck in the 1200s anymore, ministers. No. No. Get with it. Same thing with the... Unforgivable curses took them forever. Like it's just they just kind of let the dangers run free, and they're like, eh. yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, it's and fine. then since 1717, using any of the three unforgivable curses on another human being was carried to the punishment of a life sentence in Azkaban, unless there is significant evidence that the caster did so under the influence of the imperious curse or legal exceptions made by the minister of magic, ministry of magic, as in case of the Aurors in the first Wizarding War. It was during the First Wizarding War that Bartimus Crouch Sr., head of the Department of Magical Law Enforcement at the time, sentenced many suspects to Azkaban without a trial, while this allowed many Death Eaters to be imprisoned without giving them a chance to escape by manipulating courts. It also resulted in wrongful imprisonment of innocents such as Sirius Black. Wow, politics abusing their power? Never heard of. Oh my gosh, right. Yeah, we never heard of that in the United States. I mean, you. What? <laughs> anyway. And then many c- citizens in the magic community supported this move due to the terror of the Lord Voldemort gripping the nation. It was only when the war ended and peace began to sink in did people saw Crouch's actions were too harsh. It was also during the First War that Alistair Moody, famous or captured many Death Eaters. It was stated that "Quote unquote, half the cells in Azkaban are thanks full thanks to him." Yeah, which knowing Moody, honestly, doesn't surprise me. No, because he's a yeah, very very talented wizard. Oh, Even yes. though he's kind he's of like insane, aura. but well, I mean, the only time we really see him fully like major throughout a film. M book is in uh, Goblet of Fire, but that's not truly moody. Him. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. so during the Second Wizarding War, in which the Death Eaters took over the ministry, the prison also fell into their usage. They released all the comrades that falsely cleared them, while sentencing many innocent Muggleborns and other enemies of theirs to Azkaban under the sh- sham trials and trumped over charges. Also, the Dementors were given more areas to reign upon than simply guarding the inmates. Some Muggleborns did not survive the ordeal in Azkaban, a reason why Dolores Umbridge was given a life sentence after the Death Eaters and Lord Voldemort were defeated. Good. She deserves so much worse than a life sentence. Enough said. That's fair, because... The she dementors needs a, at that point are going to be gone, so... She needs a green <laughs> beam of light pointed at her. <laughs> or just give her to the centaurs. The centaurs hate her. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's fair. We did see him grab her in the movie, which was very and that hap- satisfying. And that happens in the books too. And I'm, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't remember how the heck she got away or how she escaped. But yeah, I don't know. If I was the centaurs, I would have trampled her. 
just kept her forever as a, I don't know, mascot of terror. Oh, no, I'd like, they, I would have had them stomp on her and like oh. and gallop on her or whatnot, trample. And the, and the theme of spoopy Halloween, I could probably think of something pretty wild they could use as a mascot for, but... This yeah, we're, we're friendly, and I'm not going to say anything. No, no. <laughs> but we all know we all hate Dolores Umbridge, so there we Correct. have it. Yeah. So Askaban earned the reputation of as a horrific place, mostly due to the Dementors. Because of these creatures, most prisoners eventually went insane and slowly died under the Dementors' depressive influence, having lost their will to live and even stopped eating. Even those who survived to be released would remain traumatized by their experiences when the prison Marlo Gaunt was left heavily weakened during his six-month sentence, which he may have been contributing factor to his early death, while Rubius Haggard could remember how miserable he was there even long after his release. When Sirius Black and Bellatrix Lestrange physical appearances were telltale signs that their deterioration within the prison, losing most of their great astrolic looks. Aerostratic. Aerostratic. Meaning, there we go. Yeah. Good looks. Highborn. Good looks, yeah. Good looks. They lost their good looks. Specifically <laughs> Bellatrix. Like, she lost yeah. everything. Uh, Sirius, mm-hmm. I mean, he, he he filled up after, you know, a couple, like, a couple, like, after a year. So, two years after a That's couple fair. years. Mm-hmm. The Dementors' primary concern uh, concern was their supply of human emotions that fed, fed upon and disregarding their prisoners' release terms seemed unhappy to let them go. However, many denizens of the wizard community remained happy that it was the Dementors who guard the prisoners, believing they would what kept the dangerous people inside the remote fortress. On the other hand, there have been many who oppose the idea of keeping Lord Voldemort's dangerous followers in the hands of the such dark creatures. Uh, creatures, fearing that their loyalty could easily be swayed to Voldemort's side through bargains in which the Ministry could not complete compete with, perhaps one day handing the prisoners to the key to their unjust freedom. Hmm. That kind of happened, didn't it? Oh, yeah, something like that. And then, being an unregistered animagus was punishable by sentence in the Azkaban, as Hermione Granger threatened to expose Rita Skeeter as one of the uh one to the authorities which we mm-hmm. that is in if i recall goblet of fire yes uh at the very end we find out that rita scooter is an animagus she transforms a ladybug into a, is it a ladybug or a fly I'm pretty sh- i think it's a ladybug i think it's it's more... some sort of flying insect correct yes and that's yeah. how she was able to get a lot of scoops and everything Without anybody mm-hmm. like actually knowing anything or talking yeah. to her. So, sneaky, yeah. sneaky. And then, in being possession of a quote unquote true time turner was that uh, one that allowed the user to travel back in time to the past beyond the five hour safety boundary was punishable by a sentence in Azkaban, as Theodore Nort was placed in the Ministry of Custody upon being forced in possession of a prototype, and Harry Potter noted that Draco Malfoy is possessing. Uh, the finalized version that would have been sentenced as well had the ministry found out. It is unclear if the relevant laws directly refer to uncontrollable time manipulation or if the ban was only on using experimental artifacts of great power in general. 
And there, like, obviously, there's some exceptions of that because Hermione uses has a true time turner, but that's she specifically only uses it with classes, and yes. they never actually went back farther than five or five hours. Was that only five hours? It wasn't long. I guess I don't remember. Yeah, I, I know it wasn't long, but I it's, thought it I was, thought it was not like, uh, all like half a day at one point where they went from like nighttime to morning or afternoon. But... It was afternoon. Was but it afternoon? It was afternoon. I don't so it wasn't. A, it wasn't like more than six hours. I don't think. That's fair. Okay. Until you know Harry's son. That's a whole yeah different thing. Whole different thing. Uh, and then during the 1990-1991 school year, Alistair Moody took Jacob's sibling, then a seventh-year Hogwarts student, to Azkaban to speak with the convict, Kostroforu Shiatori, a dark wizard affiliated with R. He had previously requested to speak with Jacob's sibling, specifically in Azkaban, to give them incriminating information about Bark, another dark wizard, and R member at the minister, ministry headquarters. And then while speaking to him in the cage interrogation room, Shiratori allowed Jacob's sibling to read his mind with Lomagency, where he learnt that Burke was located in the Romanian Dragon Sanctuary. After completing this assignment, however, Jacob's sibling was requested back to Azkaban. And later, when the Moody's visited the Azkaban again, Azkaban was placed into the emergency lockdown in which the facility was completely shut off with the Dementors on patrol as Patricia Radpick, an inmate, and had escaped her cell. Uh, Jacob's sibling had separated from Moody when a portcullis closed between the entrance and was told to hide from the Dementors by Moody before they could rescue them as they were still holding their wand and would be deemed a foe in, by the Dementors. He found Radpick, the former professor and nemesis, in the interrogation room and was forced to escape with with her from the Dementors. Oh, that's a lot. Um, and there's still more. Mm-hmm. So after escaping the cell blocks, Jacob's sibling repelled the Dementor from the Prentress tribe before Radpick did the same using their wand. As a Defeveled Radpick refused to re-enter Azkaban and was determined to escape. Jacob's sibling disarmed her with wandless magic and left her in the prison. After she admitted she had paid for her failure, they found Moody after the lockdown ended and Radpick returned to her cell. They also heard a wheeled howling noise in the prison during the incident. So... Right here, so all the, all that happens with Radpick and R and Moody and everything that happens in the Hogwarts Mystery uh, mobile game, where you create your character, you go through all seven years, and they actually did an update to where you go past your seventh year and start actually having a career in the Wizarding World. And after you graduate, that is Harry's first year, so you yeah. you deal with all that. Um. Obviously, this howling noise is a reference to Sirius Black, who is an animagus and who is a dog. So, yes. Now, this is not I when like he. That. Yeah. So, but this is not the time when he escapes. He does not do that until another two, three years. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's what happens with in um you know, Hogwarts mystery, which is. Always a fun game to play. It is very time-consuming because it's energy-based, but still a lot of fun. It's fun time. But at this point, we are going to take a short mid-break. Wow. 
All right. This is the mid-break of the show where we talk about everything with the podcast that has nothing to do with the lore of the Wizarding World. I just want to remind everybody that we do have a Patreon at, Patreon at patreon.com slash wizardworldlorecast to where you can get ad-free episodes or even join us on the show once a month at the end of the month of the topic of your choosing. Uh, you can also support us on Spotify and Apple. If you leave a five-star review on Apple with some words, we'll read out loud the next time on the show, as well as some comments on Spotify per episode. Uh, we don't have any reviews or comments this week, um, but if you want to support us, go free and do that. And then you can also find us on a few different discords. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can find us on the Ben and Friends Podcasting Discord, which is my Discord with all the shows that I host, including this show, the Holocron Histories, the Final Fantasy Lorecast, and now the Witcher Lorecast. So, all fun stuff, and go go listen to The Witcher. It's, it's great being part of a host there. Me, <laughs> me and Toasty have a lot of fun commentary. We're still getting mm-hmm. our chemistry together. Like, it, it, Yeah, we'll get there. But lots of fun. Lots of fun. But, um, yeah. Is there anything? Oh, and we do live stream these episodes every Wednesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard, 7 p.m. Pacific. Um, and if you want to go and follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Tamaria, feel free to do that because I am so close to getting 50 followers to be affiliated on Twitch. So please go do that and help me get affiliated. But um, other than that, is there anything else you guys want to chime in? No, I don't have anything. Yeah, I got nothing. Cool. Well, let's get right back to it. Okay. Now that we're back, we now are going to end the security process of Azkaban. So, mm-hmm. this is all pre-1998, so this is all before when Kingsley becomes minister. So, yes. Azkaban was guarded by Dementors until most of them revolted and joined Lord Voldemort. As a result, Lord Voldemort's Death Eaters escaped together to rejoin their master in both 1996 and 1997. There are most likely an anti-apparition charm or anti-apparition jinx on Azkaban, if there hadn't been, wizards and witches could simply just have evaporated from the prison to the outside world. However, since it is debatable that most witches and wizards needed a wand to operate, this might be irrelevant as none of the prisoners maintained possession of their wands. Yeah, we don't know if you need a wand to operate or not. I don't think you do. Because I'm pretty there, sure... I don't know. I would think, at least with... um. Hogwarts Legacy, we're learning, like, there is a whole school that teaches wandless magic. So, like, it is possible to do magic without wands, which I'm wondering if it's just, um, like, you have to be a a citizen of Great Britain to go to Azkaban. So they probably don't have that problem. But I wouldn't think that you would need a wand to operate if there are schools being where they teach you not to use wands. Right. You learn that from Natty in the game. So I wonder if it's just like Great Britain citizens can only go to Azkaban so they don't have to worry too much about it. eh, Possibly. I don't know. Uh, But most of the prisoners would barely have had enough strength to operate anyway as, uh, as the mere presence of Dementors 
partially in large numbers inhabit it and use magical powers. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Dementors suck all your strength. So even if you could apparate without a wand, good luck because the Dementors are not letting you go. Yeah, you don't really have the yeah. energy or desire, or the like the meaning behind your spells at that point. You're just sad. Yep. <laughs> just a sad puppy. <laughs> and then before the Dementors revolt, the only people ever to escape the prison was Barty Crouch Jr. and Sirius Black in 1982 and 1993. Respectively, Barty Crouch Jr. was smuggled out of out by his father, Barty Crouch Sr., and replaced by his dying mother using Polyjuice Potion, while Sirius Black was able to escape by changing into his Animagus form as a dog. Another mass breakout occurred in 1997, most likely in the summer, but it was covered up by the Ministry of for political reasons. Attempted escapes did occur as Patricia Radpick did, but failed and lost hope. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something you do get in the Goblet of Fire book as well. Uh, that Barty Crouch Sr. smuggled his son out of Azkaban because he didn't want his son to rot in prison, even though he knew his son was guilty. That's parent guilt right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if is yeah. freaking if Barty Crouch Sr. didn't do that, we wouldn't have the events of Goblet of Fire. And a lot of things would change because of that. So, in hindsight, mm-hmm. Barty Crouch Jr. Is the, or Sr. is the problem with Voldemort's rise back to power. It's all his fault. I mean, Voldemort would have found another way regardless, but still. That's fair. <laughs> um, and then there was a graveyard on the island outside the wall of Azkaban with the Dementors buried prisoners who had died. However, it if the dead prisoner had a relative who was not a criminal, a relative in question had the right to pick the corpse for a proper burial, as Barty Crouch Sr. had the right to pick up the body that was disguised as his son, though he chose not to, and due to the fear of being exposed of committing a jailbreak. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he works for the ministry on top of that, so that's even ter- more terrible. True, but so did Malfoy, so... Yeah, good point. So, although the prison was in the middle of the ocean and the iron walls protecting it, it was unnecessary to keep prisoners inside, as Remus Lupin stated, because the prisoners were already trapped on their own heads due to the intense depression caused by the Dementors. As Sirius indicated, most prisoners went insane after a short while, and some even stopped eating, preferring death over their lives within Azkaban. And then visits yeah. visits to the island were heavily restricted as only respectable ministry officials were noted to be allowed to visit any possible relatives. An example is that when Barty Crouch Sr. and his wife were allowed a deathbed visit to their imprisoned son due to the former high status in the government, they took advantage of this privilege to smuggle Barty Jr. out of prison. The Minister of Magic was also allowed to visit the prison as a check out on certain prisoners in the conditions as Cornelius Fudge dead on Sirius Black, Arthur Weasley visit Azkaban on business once. And then Azkaban prisoners were brought to the prisoner prison by Ors, making Ors the only officials who regularly visit the prison, but only to hand over the prisoners before they replace the Dementors as guards. John Dawlish was one of the officials who said been escorting prisoners during the Death Eaters' reign over the ministry. 
and then escaping from Azkaban was a serious offense, punishable by the worse, more, worse than death Dementor Kiss. Sirius Black was fated to this uh, if he had not been rescued beforehand, and Barnabas Krauss Jr. suffered from it when he escaped became public. Such a punishment was probably because the prisoners in question were too dangerous to be simply reconfined into prison as they could easily escape again. So we know what happens to Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah. He gets Dementor's Kiss, which is your soul gets sucked out of your body and you are left in a Mm, it's not a vegetation a, state, yeah, it's, but it's similar. Similar, but yeah, not quite. It's and, terrible. And then now we have post-1998. So, mm-hmm. after the end of the Second Wizard War and Kingsley Shacklebolt's appointment as Minister of Magic in 1998, those who have been prosecuted and imprisoned by Muggleborn Regulation Committee, Commission were set free. The mentors, which had proved untrustworthy, was brought about uh, exclusively in humane living conditions for the prisoners, were removed from Azkaban Island and were replaced by Ors, who had the point took uh, turns guarding the prison on regular fieldwork. A number of surviving Voldemort supporters and Death Eaters were imprisoned in the aftermath, and any ministry officials who normally and willingly went to the Voldemort's ideologies during the time when the ministry was under the control and sentenced to Azkaban, the most prominent being Dolores Unbridge for her crimes against humanity, and more specifically, Muggleborns. The new security system was proven effective, and no breakouts had occurred since it was implied uh, or implemented. Even so, it remained a rather grim place in which serves out the one sentence, with Daniel Page describing it as a cold, silent, lonely after he visited his mother there in the summer of 2010 yeah i'm sure that place just sucked up all that sadness and now it just lingers and there's no getting rid of it yep. none. and it there. looks terrifying anyway like just looks dreadful because of the gothic gothic look it's true and being on an island in the middle of the water mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm and then the name Azkaban is inspired by the Hebrew word Abaddon, meaning place of destruction or depths of hell. It be- draw- <laughs> also draws inspiration from Alcatraz Prison, built on an island off of the coast of Fran- San Francisco, known as being inescapable. It was also derived from the name of the Russian town Ap- uh, Apakan, uh, which has historically been occupied by various groups of exiles. Mm-hmm. And then, now we get to behind the scenes, finally. So, in the books, Azkaban is perhaps the most detailed location to never appear. It was referenced often in the books, but except the cover that one copy of the third book, it never appeared in the image of the books. This is because, unlike the films, the books were told almost exclusively through the eyes of Harry Potter, who have never visited or even been in Azkaban. Mm-hmm. Which is true. Uh- which I wonder if he actually got into the rotation of guarding since, it since he, he became, became an aura. aura. Uh, I mean, I would yeah. ima- I would imagine, but then again, I don't think so because Kingsley's in charge and he was part of the Order of the Phoenix, just like Harry. Mm-hmm. And also, Harry's the hero of the Second Wizarding War who defeated Voldemort up for the like fifth time. 
That's true. I, I, I doubt. Just, like, I doubt they gave him guard duty. Yeah, that's oh. fair. I they, mean, unless he visited when if he was bringing um, like convicted criminals there, right. then maybe he visited then. But yeah, I guess he wouldn't really. Yeah, his I, talents would be wasted as guard. Heck yeah! I mean, just send him on a freaking bounties against dark wizards like once the dark <laughs> wizard found out <laughs> oh shoot harry potter's after me yep here turn me in here's my wand I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not even gonna try against this yeah. guy he defeated voldemort and didn't even get he got killed he got killed twice no thank what? you <laughs> and still didn't die so, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's an added scene in the film adaptation of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix in which the 1996 mass breakout of Azkaban is shown. This scene marks the first of Azkaban. The prison was since reappeared in some video games. In the film adaptation of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Azkaban is on an island, but the island cannot be seen due to the stormy sea surrounding the tower. In the front cover, the adult bloomsbury edition of the third book azkaban is shown to be a rectangular castle like fortress but in the fifth film is more of a triangular monolithic tower Mm. it is likely that if Sirius' status as an animagus was known the ministry had been taking precautions to prevent him from transforming to escape this would mean that azkaban security measures is not fully enforced for every situation at all times assuming that the protection with dementors is secure enough Mm-hmm. In the film adaptation, adaptations, the prisoners of Azkaban had been placed card numbers tattooed on their neck and had been pictured of them taken with their official number. And then there are no human personnel, uh, guards, officials, etc. shown in Azkaban other than the prisoners as all prisoners as seen in the films wear white shirts with gray stripes. This is because Dementors are mentioned to be enough to contain the prisoners in the walls of the prison, and likely no human personnel would manage to bear working with such a depressing place. However, Kingsley Shacklebolt purged Azkaban entirely to mentors and replaced them with oars. And then, as being an unregistered animagus is offense worthy of imprisonment, this also enforces the possibility of Azkaban taking special precautions to animagi only if they were aware of the unauthorized authorizability as Sirius was not given such a precaution. And then there is a song by Aftons called Ganjarman Ganjaman which references Askaman in which the person uh, that song is about is the biggest man from there. Hmm. Whatever that means. I don't know. And then in Hogwarts Legacy the unidentified 19th century Hufflepuff student uh, and Helen Thrusselwood was able to enter the ex Azkaban through apparition with possession of their wands despite security measures preventing them. Mm-hmm. So it may I mean, the whole apparition thing might be because they, that might that also enforces like you can't apparate without a wand. Right. It could. I mean it's very well. So. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's what we have on Azkaban for this episode. Very spooky place, very dark, very dark history. Um, Very dark history. As, you know, the creator of Azkaban was a very dark person. And then I'm just in (laughs) awe that the Ministry of Magic... Oh, yeah, that's just, just, you know, 
place that's infested with dementors and that someone used for like serial killing. Yeah, yes, let's mm-hmm. use this as a prison. What? It's great. It's it's a great what? place. We don't have to. We we'll killed two birds with one stone. Was their thinking? They didn't have to deal with the dementors. They didn't have to deal with trying to figure out why this man was so messed up that he was bringing poor Muggle sailors there to do terrible things to him. Right. Yeah, it was just. Yep. Avoid all the paperwork. Yep. But <laughs> uh, anything else y'all want to add to the episode before we are off for the week? No, I think I'm good. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you for listening to the Wizard World Lorecast. And remember, the wand chooses the witch or wizard. Thank you for listening to Wizard World Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can follow us on Twitter at www.lorecast. And you can email us at wizardworldlorecast at gmail.com. <laughs>